Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 47. NYPD union rips politicians for anti-cop rhetoric, Cuomo signs police reform bill rendering cops unable to do their jobs, and police supporters hold street demonstration in California. From New York, Fox News reports New York Police Department union officials on Tuesday tore into lawmakers both in New York and elsewhere for ongoing efforts to either defund, abolish or radically reform police departments in the wake of the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, warning that cops are being told to walk away from communities and that criminals are getting the message, they're asking us to pull back, they're asking us to walk away from you. New York City Police Benevolent Association President Patrick Lynch told New Yorkers at a news conference, speaking in front of more than 200 fellow officers, they're asking us to abandon our communities. The fiery news conference comes amid efforts in New York and across the country to scrap, limit or entirely rework how officers do their jobs. Minneapolis City Council is forging forward with efforts to abolish the Minneapolis Police Department and that push is getting support from Democrats in state and local government, and in Washington, D.C. In New York City, Mayor Bill de Blasio announced he intends to redirect funding from the NYPD to social services. On Tuesday, New York state lawmakers were debating a range of bills that supporters hail as needed reforms but opponents say would handcuff officers and stop them from doing their jobs. Those reforms include making chokeholds illegal, as well as the repeal of Section 50A of the state's civil rights law that shields cops' disciplinary records from the public, a move police groups warn could be used to hold frivolous accusations over the heads of New York's finest. Lynch said there has been a spike in violence in the city, noting there were seven shootings in less than 10 minutes in Brooklyn overnight. He also cited stats that show burglaries quadrupled and shootings are at their highest since 2015. Meanwhile, nearly 300 officers were injured in recent riots and lootings across New York, including one officer who was assaulted with a brig and another who was a victim of a hit-and-run, according to authorities. There's been a message not only from our city hall but from the state house that says there will be a soft touch, and the criminals know it, he said. It comes amid ever-present fears in New York City, in particular, that crime that overwhelmed the city for decades could once again spike if a tough stance on criminality is replaced by the soft touch Lynch spoke of. Lynch, along with the other unions who spoke, again condemned Floyd's death and said they had denounced it from the beginning. O'Mara called the death disgusting. But, they said, the package of laws being considered would lead to cops unable to do their jobs. If we put our hands on the criminal, you're going to jail, I'm not being dramatic, that's how bad it is, no one's read the bills, Lynch said, but while much of the conference focused on issues related to the Big Apple, where cop groups have fought for years with de Blasio, in particular, there was also concern about the message being sent to cops from politicians in Washington, D.C. As well, Richard Well, president of the Police Conference of New York, put it simply, the message has been sent very clearly to police officers by our elected officials, we don't like you, we don't respect you, we will not support you, we want you to go away and if at all possible, we're going to do everything we can to make it happen. From New York, Fox News reports New York Governor Andrew Cuomo on Friday signed a package of police reforms that had been spurred by protests in the wake of the death of George Floyd, but a top police union warned that the sweeping measures would leave New York's finest unable to do the job, police reform is long overdue, and Mr. 
Floyd's murder is only the most recent murder, Cuomo said, signing the legislation that had been approved by the state's legislature. The bills include a ban on police chokeholds and measures making it easier to sue people who call police on others without good reasons, as well as a special prosecutor's office to investigate deaths during police encounters. It comes amid concerns about police accountability and use of force after the death of Floyd in police custody in Minneapolis last month. One other law would repeal Section 50A of the Civil Rights Law, making complaints against officers public. Police unions fear that such a move will mean that frivolous complaints could be used against officers. They come as part of a national debate about police practices. Republicans have given their support to some reforms, with President Trump indicating support for limits on chokeholds, but have balked at calls to defund or even abolish police departments entirely. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio announced Sunday that he intends to divert some NYPD funding to social services. Additionally, the state's approximately 500 police departments will all have to come up with plans to address everything from use of force to implicit bias awareness training by next April under an executive order that Cuomo said he will issue. Cuomo was joined at the ceremony by a number of guests, including Reverend Al Sharpton and Gwen Carr, the mother of Eric Garner, another black man killed during an arrest in New York in 2014. These bills mean some substantive change so that we won't be sitting here going over this after the next funeral and after the next situation, Sharpton said, Cuomo has 10 days to act on other bills passed by lawmakers this week, including legislation prohibiting police from using racial profiling and another bill ensuring that individuals under arrest or in police custody receive attention for medical and mental health needs. This is a day to celebrate, the culmination of years of work to change the dynamic and end the broken 50A law. De Blasio tweeted, This is a huge step forward for accountability. The NYC Police Benevolent Association warned that the laws will make an already tough job for cops even harder. Governor Cuomo and our legislative leaders have no business celebrating today, PBA President Patrick Lynch said in a statement. New York State had been failing our communities for decades, failing to provide economic opportunity, failing to educate our youth, failing to care for the vulnerable and the mentally ill. Police officers spend our days addressing issues caused by these failures. Now, we won't even be able to do that, he said. We will be permanently frozen, stripped of all resources and unable to do the job. We don't want to see our communities suffer, but this is what Governor Cuomo and our elected leaders have chosen. From Temecula, California, the press enterprise reports that seeing criticism of law enforcement across the country, including in Temecula, a group gathered in the city Friday to declare that Blue Lives Matter, Marietta resident Bob Gowell organized the Blue Lives Matter rally taking place at the busy Temecula intersection of Inez and Winchester Roads, next to the Promenade Temecula Mall and a block from the 15 Freeway. About 100 people rallied at the peak of the demonstration, which lasted from 4 p.m. to nearly 7 p.m., in support of police officers across the region. It was mostly peaceful but someone hurled a water bottle at a car turning onto Winchester Road and hit Lydia Chavez, who drove out from Montebello for the rally, on her left thigh, I'm glad he hit me and not my dog, said Chavez, whose pet, Gidget, is a two-pound female Maltese, I'll probably get a bruise, but I'm okay, passengers in other cars yelled at the demonstrators and raised their middle fingers, some verbally sparred with the passers-by. As one car turned from Winchester to go south on Inez with a middle finger out the window, 
Michelle Strandgren of Marietta yelled, I love you too. God bless you. A young man who yelled out of a passing car, bring Obama back, a woman at the rally yelled back, never. And as people yelled Black Lives Matter repeatedly out a car window, Paul Rodriguez Jr., of Apple Valley walked close to the car and yelled All Lives Matter back multiple times. More people honked their car horn in approval than expressed disapproval. For the last hour of the rally and for close to half an hour afterward, a group of six young people and a baby began a counter-protest on the other side of Winchester Road. Marietta resident Alicia Bone said she and her friends decided to go out after seeing the other rally. We wanted to be the last ones standing, Bone said. The Blue Lives demonstrators also stand against the looting and rioting that sometimes has broken out in recent weeks amid protests against the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis police. We're just Americans, he said, we're not supporting the anarchy, we're not supporting burning things down for a cause. It's very disturbing what I see in my country, Gowell said, it's not what we stand for, we stand for freedom of the press, freedom of religion, freedom of expression, without violence. Another rally against police brutality and in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement was taking place Friday afternoon, at the Duck Bond, a couple miles down the street from the mall, as Gowell and others gathered. People associated with both rallies said this week they wanted to avoid a confrontation. Gowell said he has been involved in rallies at the Duck Bond before, but, because a rally was being held there Friday, he and others decided to gather elsewhere. I don't want any direct confrontation, and I don't want anyone hurt, Gowell said earlier, we're not there to beat anybody up. Amir Hassan Gates, a Riverside City College student who lives in Marietta, said organizers of the Duck Pond protest sought to avoid confrontation. We're going to do everything in our power to keep our supporters, our protesters, at a specific location, Gates said earlier. We're not trying to have any interaction, said Misha Mogadam of Temecula. Another organizer, on Friday afternoon, they're going to have their rally, we're going to have a rally. A few police cars drove by during the rally, receiving shouts of support, but no officers could be seen monitoring the crowd. Veronica Shaw of Marietta, who is Latina, waved a flag and held a sign that quoted the Bible's statement that God created all men in his image and concluded so, one human race under God. What happened to Mr. Floyd was horrible. Shaw said, but she said that doesn't mean people of color are being oppressed, I'm trying to say that all lives are important. Rita Shandor, of Corona, said defunding or disbanding police departments would ruin the county, some protesters advocate shifting much of police funding to other services or forming a new force that would perform some police duties without the problems they see in existing departments. We're trying to say that we love cops, Shandor said, I don't know how we would live without policemen. Don't condemn the entire group just because you've got one or two bad ones. Shandor suggested the sweeping protests are partly a product of students locked out of schools because of the coronavirus pandemic. It was the perfect time to light a spark and get all these young people recruited, she said, these kids haven't had anything to do, this is their party. The pro-police rally saw signs supporting police in general as well as Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco in particular. They're not perfect but they have a very critical mission, Temecula resident Rick Rice said as he held up a U.S. flag and a sign supporting Bianco, and they sacrifice a lot for us all.
This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org.